Welcome to Gray Matters Short Takes. Today we're in uh, Matthew chapter 3, at the end of the chapter, verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? So the question is, why did Jesus come to be baptized? Obviously, he's the sinless son of God. So what's what's the deal there? What's what's Jesus doing? And the remainder of that section, but Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, coming to rest on him. Behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Um, So I think we ought to let Jesus answer that question, because John the Baptist asked it of him, Why are you being baptized? I should be baptized by you. And his answer is very short, very concise, Mm -hmm. and yet uh, I think very, very appropriate. Let it be so. Now. Now. And so we have a clue that this isn't something that Jesus needs for eternity or to be, he's going to become the son of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that for that time and space was necessary. Um, and then he goes on to say, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. And so his baptism has something to do with fulfilling righteousness. Yes. And so those two things, I think, are, are going to, we're going to find our answer. Okay. Um, do you have thoughts on it? Um, I think the answer is, I, I think I purposefully stopped right before that verse because I knew the answer was there. But the uh, I think the the terminology of it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness can be a little bit elusive. It's uh, the language might be not quite where we're at. And we read that and like, well, what does that mean? And I think uh, we just need to dig deep into that to determine what, what he means by fulfill all righteousness. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand that John the Baptist has been baptizing Mm -hmm. towards the repentance of sins. He's not uh, baptizing for the salvation of souls as much as for people recognizing that they're sinners and they need to repent of that. They need to turn around from that. Mm-hmm. Interesting, that is the exact purpose of the law. Is, is The law is given not so that we can be saved. Oh, there's the law, thou shalt not steal. I'm not stealing, now I'm saved. I'm right with God. Right. The law is given because we don't fulfill the law. We don't obey the law. And it points out the fact that we're sinners. And John the Baptist was very much an Old Testament prophet uh, still. And his baptism was unto repentance because people needed to recognize that they were sinners. And yet here comes Jesus, who's not a sinner, and uh, comes to be baptized. But it deals with righteousness. And the Jewish understanding of righteousness is very much the Old Testament, is, is we do what we're designed to do. We obey the laws. We toe the line. We, you know, we get in the box. Right. However you want to put it, 
And and so Jesus comes and says it's important to fulfill all righteousness. And he says that about the law. He said, I came to fulfill the law. Right. And righteousness deals with law. Mm-hmm. It deals with outward performance. It is to the body what holiness is to the spirit. Yeah. And so I think what Jesus is saying here is people need to make this transition from I'm doing the right thing and not doing the wrong thing to I actually have a heart that desires to love like God loves. And so the old has to be fulfilled before they're going to learn the new. We're going to have to learn and acknowledge that we're sinners before and repent from that before we're actually ready to move on Mm -hmm. to a new life. And so Jesus' righteousness has the phrase and still does today in, in Hebrew circles of it works like it's supposed to. I still use the illustration and a pastor friend that uh, visited Israel and him and his friend came out of the restaurant and got in the rental car and turned the key and it wouldn't start. Turned over good, but it wouldn't mm-hmm. start. A couple of young men came out of the same restaurant and they said, you need some help? They said, yes. And they opened up the hood of the car and they messed around in there for a few minutes and said, try it. And my pastor friend turned the key ignition and it fired right up. And the young man that worked on it, he stood back and he said, righteous. In other words, it does what it's designed to do. Okay, the telos, right? Yes, it fulfills its purpose and there. And so Jesus is saying, my baptism is to fulfill all righteousness. And it is him identifying with sinful man. He's called both the Son of Man and the Son of God. Son of the Man always is identifying with us. Son of God is always identifying with his Heavenly Father. And so he gets baptized, showing that transition from, okay, the law isn't bad, but I'm fulfilling it. But let's move on to new life. So he's fulfilling, fulfilling all the requirements of the law, including this um, the baptism of repentance, even though he's not, he doesn't need it for himself. He's doing it because he's going through the going through the law and fulfilling each of those. Except for I would stretch a little bit and say he does need it. Because this is very early. He's probably 30 years old. He's been learning all of his life about Messiah. And probably, especially early on, growing, picture him asking questions in the temple, uh, growing into, whoa, that's who Messiah is going to be. I'm that. I was born here. I'm of this lineage. Mm -hmm. These things are true of me. And, And the Holy Spirit sent by the Father, which is the Spirit of Jesus working on him. And this is where... He gets his affirmation, it seems, that I indeed am Messiah. I indeed am the Son of God sent to earth to redeem people, restore to them the salvation. Because he gets that evidence. uh, And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water. Behold, the heavens were opened to him. 
He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove coming to rest on him. Behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And from that point on, he began his public ministry. And so I, I think that's a full human being recognition this indeed is who I am mm-hmm. and what God has sent me to do. Okay, now that I'm convinced, totally sold on it, let's go. You don't think he was sold before that? No, I, I don't. I think I think there's a process that went on in his earthly self. Sure, like Cognitively, in- I mean, he didn't pop into the manger there in Bethlehem and go, Rah! I'm the son of God. Right, right. He didn't at three years old go, Mommy, did you know I'm the Messiah and that God's my father? In other words, I think... There was a growing. I mean, he grew in stature and... and, and, Yeah, understanding and in favor with God and man. You notice he grew in favor with God and man? Mm -hmm. And that's because he was obedient to the things of the father. But I, I think being fully human, and we lose that aspect of Jesus... We think uh, he's Messiah. He's he's God in the flesh, and he is, but he's also fully human. Yeah, and and I think there's a process that had to go on in his developmental humanity to realize what all that meant. You know, the people around him didn't understand who Messiah was. I John mean, did. He saw him right away. Yeah, uh, he understood yeah. him, but yeah. that he doesn't even necessarily oh, yeah, mean true. that he understood exactly what that meant. Right. Let's face it. We go through the whole New Testament, uh, or at least the, the Gospels, and we go through the book of Acts, and they're still asking the question, are you ready to overthrow Rome now? Yeah. Or is this going to happen? Yeah. In other words, you're, you're the king, aren't you? Let's do that. What are you riding on a donkey? Why? What are you talking about death? You're the king. You're supposed to overthrow Rome and put us back in power. Yeah, I'm sure I can find a white stallion somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And so you got to understand he was raised with that kind of belief thing. Mm-hmm. And it was those hours that he spent in prayer in the wilderness, suffering, mm-hmm. where the Holy Spirit, his spirit, had to reveal to him, this is what it means to be Messiah. This is what it means to be my my, to God in the flesh. This is what it means to be my son. And I think that was is, is a growing thing for him, both cognitively, but also spiritually. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we think that because Jesus was God, that he showed up and immediately his total faith was in God from the time he was three on, you know. No, and, I, don't, I don't believe that. I think it was more maybe 12 or later. But even 12 is a young boy who's been fed a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Understand the church in his day wasn't teaching truth so much. Yeah, not so much. And so, you know, I mean, if he was in our church, he would have gotten it by 12. But, you know, (laughs) no, joking. But we don't give him room for growing as a human being in relationship with the Father. Yeah. And I, I even can look at my own life and say, there were things earlier in life that I said, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. Yeah, give me this. Yeah, yeah. And, and I look back and go, I understand, Father, why you did not give me, why you did not trust me with those things back then. Thank you. Yeah. Um, because I had some growing to do. I had some, some, you know, some understanding things about God that I had to do. 
And uh, faith builds upon faith upon faith. Mm -hmm. And I think all of that was true. And, and, and the father waited until Jesus was fully convinced of that, gave the affirmation through the baptism, which means going public. That's what it means for all of us. It means, yeah. you know, I was a sinner and I'm saved. Well, I'm going to die to self and I'm going public. Here's yeah. my new life. And that's exactly what Jesus did. I don't know. We don't have details of whether or not, you know, he sold his carpenter's business. And all, we don't know. But we knew at that time. He even says to his mom at the wedding, um, I'm not sure it's my time yet. You know, I'll make no wine before it's time. <laughs> whatever, that yeah. whatever that commercial was. But, uh, you know, so he was looking for that father. When is it time to go public? And this baptism signifies that. Okay. Thanks, Jamie. And uh, thank you for listening. This has been Gray Matter Short Takes. 